What's going on, you guys? This is Artemis Lore. This podcast is going to be a little different than my other podcasts. We have talked about dimensional shifts before. We have. But here, I want to dig deep into the year of 2022, as we are already in the second month. Today is February 20th, 2022. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about the repeating numbers of February 22nd, 2022 and we're going to be talking about what is a palindrome uh what about the transcendence gate of 222 uh and what is the significance of the number two is it seeking balance and duality have you been seeing angel numbers or repeating numbers what is it so great about these master numbers Decide what realm you want to be in. Now, when I say decide what realm you want to be in, or if you decide what part of the realms that you are in, a lot of people feel that they are in an illusion or in the matrix or even in the end times. We'll talk about these different realms, earthly, astral, or spiritual. Now, there's a new book out, uh, well, maybe not so new, talking about the return of the Anunnaki. We'll talk about who are the Anunnaki. Uh, have the ley lines been activated all over the world? And how do we tap into these healing energy powers of these ley lines? And let's not forget the activation of the archangels. And what about where do spiritual portals even come from? What are these spiritual portals, right? We're always talking about this. Well, as you guys know, if you research and look on YouTube all over the world, people are going to be activating uh, their healing powers through meditation, Reiki, uh, whether they're tarot card readers, churches, uh, there will be, uh, you know, pastors speaking on this day, on these days, Um this is going to affect a lot of people. Now, if you've been feeling kind of weird and wondering if we are in the end times or if there is something new, a new beginning that's going to happen for you, maybe something in this podcast can help you. I can't guarantee 100%, but at least I will try to give you as much information as possible. Okay, so let's bring this back to the basics really quick so we can understand from the beginning all the way through this podcast. I'm going to cut straight to the chase. Number one, what is a palindrome? Uh, well, a palindrome is a word or a phrase or other sequence of characters which read the same backward and forward, all right? So if you think about any type of name or any type of word that is the same when you read it backward or forward, that is probably a palindrome. Uh, now, this also goes along with numbers. So there is also numeric palindromes, including time, date stamps using short digits such as 1111, 222 sentence length palindromes, which ignore capitalization, punctuation, and word boundaries. All right. So that's the first thing that we need to understand. So portal day 222, 2022 is definitely a palindrome. Now, what's so special about this palindrome in a spiritual sense? Well, we're going to talk about the transcendence gate of the 2222-222 portal right now. So the question is, are you prepared for an opportunity that will only appear once in a lifetime? Well, ready or not, it's coming our way. February 22nd, 
2022. All right. And this is also a Tuesday as well. This is an opportunity not to pass up. So what's so special about this day? If you've ever heard of palindromic uh, dates forward and backward, then one of these days can signify an arrival of unique energetic portals of enormous proportions. Well, it is also precisely the combination of all of these terms that take place on 2-22-2022. So is this true? Well, it is a period of extreme uh, energy. All right. So closing the 2-2-2 cycle sequence in this century is the revolutionary portal of the number 22, which has repeated itself a few times. Who doesn't remember the frenzy back in the 2000s? All right. So this year, 2022, will strongly receive the energies from the numbers 2, 4, 6, 20, and 2022. Uh, of course, 222. All right. So the number 2, let's talk about the number 2. The number 2 is purely feminine sensitive energy, and it will ease, exercise, and bring on intuition and empathy, maintaining good relationships with others. And it is the number that does not take sides, uh, but also fully understands duality. All right. So the good thing about it is that uh, let's talk about Let's talk about the number 22 a little more. Well, like the master number 11, idealistically, one that sees far in a comprehensive and concrete way. Uh, when we talk about 222, this is an extreme energy of this portal. If you seek to transcend, transform, and reach unique levels in your life, well, this is the key. So how do we accomplish this? Well, when you really, really think about it now, I always talk about spiritual alchemy, the symbol of transmutation. So, you know, purely love is the way, but then also reuniting with those who make you regain a sense of completeness as well is a good way to get this uh, energy as well. So get in touch with those people who don't have to fake a smile or or walk around on eggshells just to say a word. Laugh and have fun. This is supposed to be a celebratory day and getting to know uh, other people and brainstorming with people who you love. So this is not only a gateway. There are other uh, energy portals all throughout the year, as well as uh, in February. Uh, basically, you will have four opportunities to enjoy this. All right. So these energy portals um, will be passed. Um, you know, so basically February 2nd just passed as well. But you have other days and other months to celebrate these uh, palindrome days which would have allowed you to work through your emotions and put everything out that is stuck in your throat and simply to digest what makes no sense to express at all. Keep an eye on uh, these particular days. We also have some other days coming up in April, June, and November. So what do we expect from these portals? Well, basically now you will have more then a special opportunity to reflect, you know, those past mistakes that came back into your mind every time you lay your head down on that pillow. Well, you know what? Now is the time to tell them to be quiet and leave you alone because you have 
forgiving yourself. We all have the right to make mistakes, to go back and think about what happened and what didn't happen. Or, you know, wasn't it the best decision that you needed to make or not? It doesn't matter. During these portal days, we will have a chance to reflect on that and come out of that reflection without any more paranoia. All right. So these portal days are a good time for banishing what no longer serves you, especially those uh, that fall during a waning moon as well, such as the new moon in February, which is coming up or right before the new moon. Uh, so if you are a fan of baths and rituals and herbs, then go ahead and use those to renew your energies and become a beautiful new you. And on that note, we'll go ahead and go a little further into the significance of this power number two day and how to seek balance from all of this. Hey, you guys, I also wanted to remind you, uh, please stop by my website, www.artemisoraclecards.com. This is a website. It is fabulous. You can call me or text me from the website. You can book appointments with me or tarot readings, uh, psychic readings. There are also blogs and information about your health and well-being. Everything on this website. I have products, handmade, brand new, wood wick candles, love spells, money spells, all types of metaphysical tools that you can use. You can be of any background, any culture, any belief, any religion, and still be able to use these tools. So stop by ArtemisOracleCards.com. Okay, you guys. So now before we continue this podcast, uh, for my followers and my students, yes, I have pulled myself off of social media um, because as the frequencies and the vibrations and as we are going through this dimensional shift, we must realign ourselves and be prepared for any type of possibilities that may come forward in our lives. Uh, so if you are following me on TikTok and Instagram, you know, I, I really I had a long podcast about about that on stereo app you guys can go to my link and find that particular talk where I talked about being able to pull ourselves back I had an example of you know we've seen these in movies where a person will be standing in a white room and start from the beginning whether it's meditation healing or complete silence or even being alone this is a good way to realign yourselves so that you can be a part of these activation ley lines so I just want to say that really quick let's get back to the show and I hope that this has or this will help you all right so let's take it down a notch let's talk about the significance of the number two in numerology now the number two in astrology symbolizes unions whether it's two people coming together or the unity of two ideas and it is also associated with collaboration and diplomacy. The number two is the purest representation of duality. So in other words, this number is significant in your life. It is important to see both sides of the situation, respond objectively and work together as a team. Think of the number two as giving you major vibes 
caring, nurturing, and trying to unify with people through acts of service. The number two is also associated with the High Priestess Tarot card. She is the guardian of the mystical knowledge attained through intuition and more subtle senses and understands the power and polarity or the opposites. There is also a divine feminine quality here, attempting to come through with the message of cooperation. The energy of February 22nd is concentrated in areas of partnership, so this may push you to focus more on your ability to perform well as a team with others. The spiritual influence of 2-22-2022 is related to awakenings, insights, and revelations towards a higher state of mind. The purpose of the tool is to learn cooperation and harmony and to reestablish a point of balance. Because this number represents the union of people and concepts, this date can bring forth clarity. For those who are at the crossroads in their careers or relationships, and this can bring harmony to those areas of your life. So on a personal level, this could be an important date to reflect on your state of relationship, specifically any imbalances when it comes to finding resolutions or appreciating your differences on a larger scale. It is important to work objectively with others rather than taking authoritative approaches in your life. All right, so this is really good. Now, uh, what we do on this day or on these particular days, if you want to make a daily routine starting February 22nd, uh, you may go ahead and do so and just go with the flow. All right, so decide what these cycles are going to do for you. Cycles are just an influence. Uh, is the decision about how we do things in our life, you know, um, really relevant to us? Make these energies useful to you and determine your outcomes. So this is more of like a mental thing. You know, it's all about your well-being. It's all about a mental thing. Uh, and then we can also take into consideration about this new moon coming up here in February. So there's a new moon coming up marking a new beginning or a new phase of a monthly lunar cycle. So astrologically, they're all aligned. All right. The days, the moon, everything with this energy, fresh starts and new endeavors can begin. 222 means seeking balance and is the number representing partnerships and relationships. When you are seeing repeating numbers 222, pay attention to the people who are showing up in your world. Uh, you might be bumping into a soulmate, a soul friend, or someone who will play a significant role in your life. It is also asking you to explore the balance in your current relationships, especially in the roles of giving and taking. If you are giving too much or not enough or taking more than what is being offered, then listen and trust your inner voice and be authentic in all of your relationships. While we may fear rocking the boat or speaking up, authenticity is the cornerstone of any great relationship. So let people know what you stand for when you see these numbers 222. This could be a great change. 
everything is like drawing uh, like-minded souls your way and clearing the decks of people who are on a total different wavelength. So let's talk about, have you been seeing angel numbers 222? And when did you begin seeing these numbers appearing over and over again? This is a sign from your angels and your guides that you are building a phase of your life. The number 222 is a combination of two, signifying balance, and 22, which is a master number. It is a number that guides you to move forward in harmony and faith as you feel toward your soul's desires. All too often, as we dream of the life that we want, we sabotage ourselves with negative thoughts. We become consumed with all of the reasons why things will not work, why we planted seeds in a barren soil. We lose faith not only in ourselves, but in the spiritual world that guides us. In effect, we put cantaloupe on the negative side of the scale and blueberries on the positive side. So what does angel number 222 mean? Well, angel number 222 may mean that you need to be patient and remember that dreams take time. You need to renew your faith and know that you are on the right path. You need to focus on the positive things that you want instead of flooding your mind with the negative things that you fear. The number 222 not only reminds you to be positive, but it assures you that a positive attitude is warranted. It confirms that you are on the right path. You must put in effort toward your soul desire and not be discouraged if it doesn't bear fruit. Everything will happen in its own time and your efforts will be rewarded. The number two by itself is a positive number. And when it is repeated three times, four times, or even five times, you can be sure that your angels and your guides are telling you to preserve. So do you seek guidance on how to move forward and finally attract the life of your dreams? What if you have the clarity needed to avoid all the pitfalls and to steer your life in the right direction? If you are frequently seeing 222, then maybe this podcast will help you. Remember that 222 also contains the element of balance. It's great to pursue your dreams, but if you do so in a spirit of dominance and selfishness, then the angels will not support you. You must be diplomatic and consider your decisions and how it will affect others. You have a duty to the people you encounter every day and to the greater good by cooperating with others. Be encouraging to your co-workers by doing your part to support your harmonious environment around you. Then you are doing your part to add to the collective harmony of the infinite. There is slightly different interpretations of 222 that may speak to you more strongly at this current stage of your life. The interpretation comes into play if you are not yet sure which path to take. Saying that 222 cannot be telling you that your life is on the right path, well, if this is the case, then take 222 as a nudge. It supports your intuitions and insights. If you are leaning toward a particular course of action, seeing 222 means that this course will likely be the right one if an unexpected opportunity has suddenly appeared. 222, so take it. 
The bottom line is that the number 222 is a sign that you are heading in the right direction and you need to keep the faith. Keep working toward your divine purpose with compassion for yourself and for others and know that this is a master builder. Seeds on your hope, faith, and positivity to build your soul's desires. When you see the number in context of love, it is a sign that persistence is paying off. This means it's a reminder that relationships are living organisms that need to be nourished by all parties involved. In the relationship, even if you experience temporary setbacks, know that everything will be alright. If you dedicate time and energy, 222 symbolizes opposition. So this will also be a wake-up call for you. If you struggle to be in a good place, well, from this point of view, you might have to be a little closer. All right. So you might have closed your soul to love lately. And this might have been translated in having difficulties in getting along with your partner or attracting new love in your life. As long as you do your part, open your soul and radiate gratitude and positivity, even if you're experiencing difficulties. Things will definitely get better if you have an existing relationship. You will start getting along. And if you're single, you will find yourself surrounded by new opportunities of love. But you do need to play your part. So open your soul to love and show up for positive energy and gratitude. So we're, we're not alone, okay? We're not going through this life alone. The next time you see 222 on the clock, or 222 in a certain context, it may mean that angels are suggesting you to ask for advice. It is especially true if you're currently looking for answers to a pressing problem. So why not start seeking help and advice? Uh, why not start seeking a good friend whose opinion you value and get a second opinion on the matter that occupies your mind? These days, you can also decide to speak to a counselor or a therapist or even a romantic partner. And of course, let's not forget about the angels themselves. Ask for spiritual guides to show you the signs that indicate which way forward serves you the most. Seeing 222 is already a sign that you have already received so much help. You can follow up by asking for additional guidance and going on further, which leads to the next potential meaning in your life. Okay, so really quick, let's talk about these master numbers. Master numbers are multiple numbers such as 11, 22, 33, 44, 55, 66, 77, 88, and 99. These numbers belong to the greater reality based on unity rather than duality. Each master number is a level of initiation that we all must go through during our evolutionary journey on earth. Sometimes we can be triggered by a number greater uh, than the master. As 1111 or 111, 222, 333, 444, and 555. Each of these has a unique resonance which affects us and enables us 
to a deep cellular level. 11 means birth and anchoring the new. 22 means building the new or building new lives and a new world. 33 is universal service uh, through acceleration of our one being. 44 means balancing between spiritual and physical, the reconfiguring of our evolutionary labyrinth. As above, so below. The creation of the foundations of our new lives. 55 is achieving personal freedom and freeing yourself from the past and to be totally real. Uh, 66 is fulfilling our responsibilities in a creative and joyful way. 77 is deep introspection and revelation, relying on our innermost essence. 88 means deep knowledge and abundance and integrity in all realms. And then 99 is the completion of a major evolutionary cycle. Time. Time for another quantum leap. Okay, so let's talk about these portals really quick. Uh, the numbers 11, 111, and 1111. Portals open and portals are closed and you are among these. Conscious creation with 13 seconds interval between a thought and another. Become one with the soul and in the abundant creation of the desires of the heart. Now with 22 or 222 or 2222, the highest sequence of manifestation or creation without frustration. All the words you can think, actions, and intentions will sprout. Is that the rain will help them to grow or not? Step out of polarity. Time goes on with or without you, not automatically created, you have your say in life. So keep leaving your intentions, keep living your intentions, knowing uh, that what you have planted by your words and actions will grow and mature in accordance with the seasons of the sky. Okay, so now here we're going to talk about our archangels that are also going to be activated during this time. Archangels are considered to be very powerful spiritual beings that have captured our attention for centuries. All right. Uh, religious texts refer to an archangel as being at the highest level in the celestial hierarchy. All right. So while the exact number of angels is unknown, many traditions and faiths reference to seven archangels. Uh, whose those seven are actually a source of debate uh, varying from faith to faith. So in different faiths and different beliefs, uh, they kind of vary and change up. But many of the scriptures tell of the archangels great abilities as healers, guides, intervening with assistance in many of life's challenging situations continue on to learn about the seven well-known archangels and their specialties let's start with my favorite who i always always call upon uh archangel michael archangel michael whose name means he who is god is most often thought of as the angel of protection and the most powerful of all the angels. He is considered a leader with angelic realm and a patron angels of righteousness, mercy, and justice. As such, spiritual or scriptural artwork depicts him as a warrior, often carrying a sword. 
Archangel Michael assists situations where you are afraid, confused, and concerned for your safety. He helps to release fear and doubt and supports us in making life changes and is often said to work closely with those who perform healing work or provide spiritual teaching so he can fix pretty much any problem. Uh, you can pray to him. You can call on him as well. It's as simple as saying, Archangel Michael, can you please be with me by my side? Can you please protect me from any negativity or any harm that comes to me? Teach me thy ways, right? That is an easy prayer that I just said right here on this podcast. Then we have Archangel Raphael. Archangel Raphael, whose name means God heals, is the archangel designated for physical and emotional healing. All right. Um, Archangel Raphael is not not only helps in healing individuals, but also helps healers in their healing practice. He can help reduce addictions and cravings and is powerful in healing other injuries and illnesses as well with cures often occurring immediately. So Archangel Raphael aids in restoring and maintaining harmony and peace, a patron of travelers watching over them to ensure a safe and harmonious journey. All right. So now we have Archangel Gabriel. Archangel Gabriel's name means God is my strength. One of the two archangels specifically named in the Bible in the Old and the New Testament, she is often portrayed holding a trumpet uh, and is the only female archangel. As the patron of communications, Archangel Gabriel is the messenger angel acting as the messenger of God. She helps writers, teachers, journalists, and artists to convey their message to find motivation and confidence and to market their skills. So you might want to call upon Archangel Gabriel. Now, Archangel uh, Jophiel or Hophiel, uh, the patron of saints, Archangel uh, Jophiel's name means beauty of God. She helps us to see and maintain beauty in life and supports us in thinking beautiful thoughts and staying positive as well in creation and manifesting beauty and surrounding our hearts. Uh, Let's also go to Archangel Ariel, the patron of animals and the environment. Archangel Ariel, uh, her name means lion or lioness of God. Her role is to protect the earth, its natural resources, ecosystems, and all wildlife and is available with support and guidance for any activities that involve environmentalist, environmentalist, uhism and protecting, healing, rejuvenating, and or maintaining our environment. All right, healing injured animals as well. Uh, and let's also talk about Archangel Azrael. Archangel Raz Azrael's name means God whom helps, okay, or whom God helps. However, he is often referred to as the angel of death. Azrael meets souls and helps them to transition of death. In addition to helping newly crossed over souls adjust, he also helps loved ones who are in who are still on earth uh, on the earthly plane and dealing with their grief 
and processing the loss. Archangel Azrael helps ministers and spiritual teachers from all belief systems and religions in their spiritual counseling and assist grief counselors to shield themselves from absorbing their clients' pain and to guide their words and actions. Let's talk about Archangel Chamuel. All right. Archangel Chamuel means he who sees God. This archangel has often been called by many different names throughout history and therefore is sometimes confused with other angels. His mission is to bring peace to the world. And as such, he protects the world from fears and lowers vibrating negative energies. He is believed to have all knowing vision, seeing, all right, and uh, you know, interconnectedness between things. Archangel Chamuel assists us in finding the strength and courage to face adversity when it seems we have none left. He can also help us find lost items as well and help us get new relationships, new jobs, and supportive friendships. So with these archangels, I would suggest to call on them. Now, not everybody believes in the archangels. All right. We also have the seven African powers. Uh, there are different uh, archangels and guides and different beliefs in many different cultures all around the world. Whichever ones are yours that you believe in, call on them. It's as simple as saying their name and praying to them. You can even write down a petition to them and let them know that you need their help. And with that being said, I just want to make sure you guys understand the archangels will be activated during this time of sequence in the month of February going on through the year of 2022. They have always been here and they are not to leave. Now we are actually going to be talking about uh, the return of the Anunnaki or are they here? Have they already been here? Did they ever leave? That's what we're going to be talking about in the next part of this podcast. Okay, so before we start talking about the Anunnaki, let's first understand how do we tap into the healing powers of ancient ley lines that way we can connect with these portal days all right so let's first understand what ley lines are ley lines are alleged alignments of ancient monuments that were built according to the position of the planets all right so uh we also have famous places like the pyramids of giza um, and most civilizations across the world are aware of these mysterious lines and have their own names for them as well all around the world different names all right so these lines affect fertility agriculture mood memory perception and consciousness itself all right so you can access them to broadcast intentions increase food production on your land and also to heal your body all right so the potential is limitless ley lines are said to give off high frequency vibrations which can be felt by people and animals alike a sense of uh, contentment and unexplainable connection to the land are both signs that you could be tuning in to a lines vibrational energy 
The longer you're around them, the more easily you can tap into their healing power. All right. So let's talk about how do we do this. The first step is to spend more time in nature, okay, which connects and interacts with the ley line energy. We are vibrational beings and we live in a vibrational world. Any nature is going to benefit you. Okay, uh, let's also talk about how you can use the powerful energies of stones and crystals to access ley lines healing potential. So you may want to make yourself a crystal grid inside your home. I like to do this by putting them in corners or putting them around me in a circle and breathing and meditating and seeing what type of energy I can connect with. Now, let's also talk about through the access of healing energies of the ley lines, um, you know, it really, it's like really tapping in. You got to use your intuition and your stillness. So really what you want to do is just sit, sit alone for a minute and see if you can really interact with the energies that you're feeling around you. Now, I like to do this thing where I imagine a light beam coming from, coming from the astral plane down into my body and gradually making my body light up with all white light. And I like to do this circle bubble casting, which actually the funny thing about it is usually I'll spread it around me as a ball. And then through breathing techniques, eventually I will spread it out through my environment. Now, how far can I go? Well, using your imagination is also a manifestation of healing, right? Healing and protection. So what I like to do is imagine that white light stretching across the globe as far as I can see in my mind. And once I do that, I can definitely tap into the energies through breathing techniques, sitting very relaxed with my back straight up, very, very relaxed and comfortable and imagining this white light spreading across and touching each and every one of these ley lines. Now, you can do that or you don't have to do that, but there's many different uh, things and, and ways that people like. And a lot of people say that we're already tapped in to these vibrations. All right, so we made it to the part about the Anunnaki gods are coming back. All right, now many people around the world are saying that the Pentagon and, you know, a few other societal members <laughs> that are running this world um, and making the rules around here have known this and they've been knowing it. Well, what does it mean for us? Well, whether you know it or not, these are our ancient DNA bloodlines. Now, some people may not agree with that. These different Sumerian gods and goddesses are many different names around the world. They don't all call them Anunnaki, just to let you know. Uh, you know, there are many different names for ancient gods and goddesses in Asia, Africa, and many different other parts of the world. But right now, we're going to talk about this Sumerian mythology, which is one of the most fascinating mythologies in the world. You guys could look this up, but here, I'm going to read it to you. Now, if you study Sumerian mythology carefully, you will discover a race of gods called the Anunnaki. This race would come to earth many years ago and would have created the human race, all right, to be basically slaves to work for them. 
Now, I just want to let you guys know that this is very important with our portal day because some people do believe that these immortals have been living here for thousands of years and there is a reason why we are connected to them so when i tell you guys we're activating ley lines it's more than that if you get into a state of oneness with yourself during this particular week you may be able to activate through your consciousness and and unconsciousness uh this particular dna activation this is what we're calling it you guys could look this up dna activation so it is believed that the anunnaki were the creators of man these powerful gods left earth in the distant past saying that someday they would return curiously if you look at ancient cultures around the world most of the creator gods left earth and promised to return one day so what's going on right now what's going on right now is that people are believing that either February 22nd or any other time close to or near to this day, whether it's been the past couple of years or the next couple of years out or even right now, they do believe that these beings are here or have returned or have they ever left. According to certain researchers and authors, the Anunnaki must return to Earth to fix what they had done wrong in order to accelerate a spiritual awakening and the evolution of human consciousness now why is this important in our portal podcast well if you feel like you've been getting accelerated in spiritual awakening and the evolution of human consciousness then you may you just may be in alignment with this all right so let's not forget the niburu and the Anunnaki and all these things that could really exist. In Sumerian mythology, the Anunnaki were a group of good and evil gods and goddesses who came to earth and eventually created the human race. Now, everybody may not agree with that, but there is a hundred percent truth in that. I want to say a hundred percent. Many people may not agree with me. Let's talk about the existence of the ancient extraterrestrial civilization. The Anunnaki who came to earth in the distant past has long been disputed by researchers, yet its existence and its arrival on planet earth is well documented in many ancient texts that the history has completely ignored according to numerous authors from all over the world. All right. So curiously, there are certain African cultures that believe that extraterrestrial beings have been visiting Earth for tens of thousands of years. So when we think about visitors from the stars, all right, when we when we really think about this, could we possibly be channeling? A lot of people are channeling right now, especially light workers. Could we possibly be channeling these activations? Can we possibly be feeling these frequencies? It's not just the archangels that are here to protect us. There are other beings, right, that our DNA activation is starting to sync with. And if you've been feeling a little differently on this earth, 
this may be for you because you know that there is something much more deeper happening right now, uh, you know, all around the world. And sometimes, sometimes you may feel a certain reason. So why did the source of creation limit our genetic abilities and inactivating most of our DNA up until now? All right. So the theory is that our DNA has been limited by the Anunnaki to keep us in submission, control and conformity with our Anunnaki teachers. All right. So many do believe that the Anunnaki are the ones that have controlled us for many, many years. All right. And actually know the true genetics of man. All right. So what do you guys really think about this? All right. Being our creators, uh, Anunnaki possess very advanced knowledge of human DNA. All right. Um, so what does this mean for us now? So what happens to human civilization over time? Do we start to understand and acknowledge this? What does this mean for us? You know, during the last couple of years or the last few years, there has been something, something big and something major happening about human beings understanding that they too have powers. Now, the further and the further away we get from the source, we start to forget who we are, but really what is going on right now. So we have mirror portals that can wake us up and, and allow us to understand who we really are and who we really were. All right. This has a lot to do with the portals that are opened up right now. You know, all around the world, there's different, um, different things about portals like caves, uh, in the Mayan culture or the Mayan world. Uh, we also have traditional Southeastern Indian beliefs, uh, about the cosmos that are considered as three different layers, the above world, the below and the middle world. Now, what does this all have to do with us? Well, I have to tell you, I believe that we have tapped into these ley lines a long time ago. We have done a lot of research. Many people have different dreams and different visions. It's not so much about, oh, just keeping a relationship together. Now we're feeling different types of frequencies and it's puzzling us about who we are, what is our goal here, and what are we, what do we, how do we belong in this civilization? All right. So when we think about like these dimensions, right, in the heritable uh, dimension, spirituality is an occasional fleeting event. All right. Whereas the conceptual dimension, spirituality is a central, permanent, imminent component of existence constituting part of one's definition of self. So we're starting to wake up. All right. And if you hear people talking about spirituality, you know, spirituality is an expression of human longing to approach a supreme entity or power situated beyond human control and grasp there as thereby expressing the existential uniqueness of humans and our animals all right so there is something truly big happening right now and you know it's really puzzling but i know that you guys can feel it and i know that people have felt like 
you know, these different, like the quantum realm or these different realms have been activated. Um, we are starting to understand what realms are. If you've ever felt like you are lucid, even when you're awake, or you kind of feel like things just don't make any sense and you're trying to put pieces together, or maybe you feel like you don't really belong on this earth. Trust me, there is an emotional transcendence that a lot of people are going through with these different dimensions and portals that are opening up. Now, what is one to do during these times as we're trying to discover ourselves and realize who we really are? Be one with yourself and the truth will set you free. Be of love, be of light, be all of these things. And a lot of people say there is no love in light. What are you talking about? The world is just the way it is. The world is not just the way it is. Okay, our creators or our creator, whatever you want to call it, gave us the tools and the puzzle pieces to figure all of this out. So now we have the power to control ourselves in an environment that has been so controlling. All right. So think about what you want to do, how you want to gain that momentum in your life and how you want to take control and power of your life right now. For all you know, you may have some powers and some psychic abilities that you never knew you had. Just give it a chance. The only thing that could be bad is to take it too seriously. In other words, uh, if you take the, the fundamental idea that the whole universe, all its forms, all the forms of biology, all the different species, the giraffes, the rhinoceroses, the baboons, the, the roses, the uh, eucalyptus trees, etc., everything is a form of biological game. It's a dancing thing going on, different styles. And we wouldn't want to say to any of those things, you shouldn't happen. Because they are all the great Maya, the great illusion, the great play. And so the polis, the human community, organized with division of labor, with classes, with uh, uh, all the complications of economics and banking and transportation and so on and so on and so on. All this is a particular kind of play. And each form of it is as legitimate as, say, different kinds of dancing, a waltz, a rumba, a foxtrot, a frog, all are perfectly legitimate forms of dancing. So the universe does this. But the important thing to understand, what the sannyasin, the shramana, the man who goes outside the pale, is saying is, please people who are in the pale, I, my existence reminds you that you're only playing. Don't take it too seriously. Because if you take it too seriously, you're going to start destroying each other and fighting and uh, uh, saying this city against that city, this country against that country, so on. Because you're too involved. So every sane society allows a certain number of people to deviate. Monks, uh, some sort of outsiders. It says, you don't have to join. You don't have to play the game. A society which is insane and unsure of itself cannot allow that to happen. It says, everybody must join. Everybody must work. Everybody must belong. 
and then freedom disappears. Because as a matter of fact, the, the, the anxiety is if you say, well, uh, you don't have to join, there are conditions under which you can go out, then a lot of people get together and say, well, what would happen if everybody quit? I ask, what would happen if everybody decided to take American Airlines Flight 3 to New York tomorrow? Well, they just wouldn't get on. I mean, uh, and, and, and they won't anyhow. Because a lot of people aren't interested in that. Are not ready to quit. That doesn't mean that they're in, inferior. The acorn is not inferior to the oak tree. It's a potential oak. But as an acorn, it's just as beautiful and lovely a thing as a full-grown oak is. A baby is as lovely as an adult. Sometimes a great deal more lovely. So a person who is in a beginning state of evolution is just as marvelous as a person in a high state of evolution. Just as much a manifestation of the divine dance. So, when a society allows a certain number of people to withdraw, it should have no anxiety that everybody will want to withdraw. Because some people are absolutely fascinated in, in competition, in being involved, in playing the game. They should be. It's fine for them. But we are witnessing in the United States today a, uh, a great motivation for withdrawal. It's simply because we haven't provided for it. We haven't, uh, there's no opportunity for a Protestant to become a monk or a Jew. The Catholics have half-heartedly provided for this sort of thing. And there have to be people who uh, stand outside the game and do not identify themselves with a class with a name, with an ego, with a persona, with a role. 